Hey, you're listening to the New Life at Home podcast with Tim, and my guests this week are Andre and AC Clarsen. Andre and AC share so willingly and so openly about their lives. They let us in to see what it was like for them growing up in South Africa, but then why they left to come to Australia with their family. Andre and AC, welcome to the podcast for this episode. It's great to have you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you very it's much. Good to be here. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, we got the kids uh, set up in the other room, next room across with Kate. They're playing some games. You're here to chat to me about uh, South Africa and growing up there and your move to Australia. Um, you're going to share your story about that. Uh, but AC, starting with you, what was it like growing up in South Africa. Did you grow up in the same part of South Africa as Andre did? No, so I grew up in a coastal town um, called Jeffreys Bay. Grew up next to the sea, you know, really small town, enjoying small school, the sea weather, um, holidays with families because obviously everyone wanted to come to the sea to have a holiday. So we had big <laughs> gatherings over Christmas, which was quite fun. You're going to tell us about what's changed um, soon. But Andre, what about you? What was life growing up like for you? Whereabouts did you grow up? I grew up in, in uh, Johannesburg side. Uh, so um, more city life uh, where you knew the neighbours, but you didn't actually really communicate. <laughs> um, yeah, It was more, I don't know, um, it's totally different to, to where I grew up. Mm. Um, city life was faster more just nose mm. to the ground and get work done growing up when uh, i don't know we four four kids in the house so growing up, growing up was i was the youngest so yeah you had to kind of <laughs> say for yourself a bit. yeah yeah I, I got all the hand-me-downs and anyway so <laughs> <laughs> all the all the clothes was was, was too big for me because my brother mm. was a little bigger than me but uh, mm. um yeah um it was just more rushed life i mm. think you know and you were a good student at school, were you? Oh, no. <laughs> I was one of the naughty students where I always got uh, punished for everything. What sort, of, what sort of things did you get up to? Oh, well, um, just to mention one or two things, uh, you, you would have an English teacher and you would lock the teacher up in, in, in the uh, little classroom, uh, station room at the back. And he would sit there for two periods and a and a break period. So, <laughs> and sit there and, and, and we would just play around and do everything. You were then going going to the uh, um, principal's office and get a couple of slacks and go home. Um, mm. We actually had a springbok skin, yeah, which okay. was cut into the size of of your pants. Yep. yep. So we had one that we shared amongst about four or five guys, <laughs> and then you you would go into the principal's office with this thing in your pants, and the principal would give you six cane wax, and and you would not feel anything. And, and but, but you'll pretend as if you felt it, and then you as you go out, you pass pass the same skin to the the next guy, and he would quickly put it in his pants, and yep. and then he would also get his six wax, and then after yeah. we all got our six wax, we were sent home because mm. uh, you were sort of suspended for the rest of the day, and then we were going to have fun now mm. doing whatever, with yeah, no no <laughs> sore backsides, you know, but yeah, <laughs> did you know Andre AC when he was like this? 
No, thank goodness I didn't know him because he was naughty. So I don't think I would have looked at him twice if I knew him back then. So, yep. so when yeah. did you meet him? So I was um, uh, in Port Elizabeth, which is um, about an hour's away from Jeffreys Bay. I was working there. I only know the places in South Africa based on cricket grounds. So I know oh, there's yes, a, I know there's cricket Port Elizabeth in, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Damien Martin got some runs there at some point. Yeah, anyway. I think so, yeah. <laughs> so... We met up at church, actually. Um, all the young um, adults went for coffee after church service the morning. And Andre was saying, oh, we should all go to the beach. And everyone was game. And um, Andre said, no, we need to get a ball. And I said, yeah, sure, I'll go with you. We'll quickly buy a ball and we'll go to the beach. And so we spent the day at the beach. And to the surprise of everyone at church, we ended up back at evening service walked in holding hands everyone looked at us funny but <laughs> we connected so yeah. yeah that was really nice yeah. so what was church like in south africa so church is really um a lot of people you know it's mm. it's it's so much bigger than what we have here um just lots more christians yeah it's yeah. so christianity there is very um common so it's everywhere and everyone knows of it. Um, so you don't have this um, sort of worry of can I speak about Christianity or not, um, mm. which is sort of the case sometimes. Yeah, but there it's everywhere. So that's really something that I miss as well, that mm. freedom um, yeah. to be able to communicate with anyone really and mm. not worry about what you say and how you mm. do it. Mm. Yeah. yeah what, what church did you go to growing up, Andre? Uh, uh, Dutch Reformed. Yep. Um, where, I don't know if you know, but uh, very systematic. Now, now we stand, now we sit, now we yep. sing, now we play. So you sort of knew exactly when, mm. what's going to happen. Yep, yep. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I was like AC. We grew up in the church, basically. Mm. Um, and... and uh, very big our community was bigger than when what AC was was used to um youth was great mm. you know um a lot of gatherings a lot of game nights and mm. a lot of things that we had where um yeah, I actually miss that mm. type of freedom of Christianity I yeah. say, you know yeah. um it, it was just totally different than we've got it in Australia mm. and you know, if you, you miss those things, it sounds like there was a real community aspect as well. Community life in South Africa was a blessing. So why leave? Why did you decide to come to Australia um, with your family? I think to me it was more safety and, and future for the kids. Um, mm. Being a, and, and I'm not being racist if I say it, being a white South African male, um, I struggled mm. to find work. You know, if you lose your job because mm. of uh, the BE laws or something in South Africa, uh, which I've, I have, mm. uh, I mean, I was without a job for nine months. You apply mm. for a job and they discriminate because you're white. You, mm. You're a white male. They don't even look at your resume. Mm. Um, for us, it was just more the racial thing, the safety thing for the kids and also the future for the kids. Because mm. if I'm struggling to get a job, how would my kids struggle? Mm. Um, I mean, one thing that I can mention that struck us when we got here, 
we bought a little, uh, remember the Ford we had, and we, we were living at a cousin's place, parking outside. The car was parked on the curb. Mm. And that first week, I literally every morning at three, four o'clock, wake up and I would go look through the window. <laughs> my car's still there. Yeah. And you would go, oh, but I think the window's broken. You would actually go to the <laughs> car and make sure that the car is still safe. I mean, to us, it was just something strange that your car's parked on the curb. Mm. There's no fence in front. And your car is actually safe every night. So, wow. So, so that was just a, a very big thing for me. You go to yeah. a park without holding your jewelry and holding mm. your, your cell phone, gripping it. You know, you can walk in a park here. You can't do that yeah. in South Africa. Yeah, th- those are helpful examples to just help us uh, understand you know, yeah. what was going on and why. Um, AC, what's involved? What, what did you have to actually do to get here and it wasn't easy yeah it was quite a lengthy process um a lot of paperwork involved we had to put in an application um you have to select the best visa that fits your situation um and luckily for us at that stage um i have a become degree which is accounting which is on the skilled visas list which Mm. makes it um in demand here so we had to do that um i we had to study for an english test um, Mm. a test where you have to write read have a conversation and score high so that was really stressful Um, and then also you've got to go for medicals to make sure that you're healthy there's no issues Um, and then from a money perspective that it was i think we worked it out it's almost a year's salary that you have to pay for the visas mm. um, and God just supplied because we got the money somehow and everything f- just worked out even after all the filling of paperwork and all the administration stuff involved so mm. it's quite in-depth but we got here eventually yeah wow yeah. sounds like God looked after you and absolutely um, yeah through the the stress and the uh, not knowing what would happen next and that kind of thing and leaving family behind over there that's that's hard as well um, so arriving here in Australia settling in Canberra what was that like what was hard what was sort of easy um, so we were lucky to have our cousin yeah so they helped us out for the first two weeks and thereafter as well mm. um just to settle in get the kids in school get a house just mm. to get going um and it was really i think the first thing that probably was um different and is just the freedom just to be able to walk down the street mm. not to worry um it, it's okay for your kids to be a couple of steps ahead you know they don't have to be on your arms or by your side so that was really um a big relief but it took us a while to get used to it um just to make sure that you know you don't have to look over your shoulder all the time and so small little things like that you then realize um Mm. the blessing you have to be here which Mm. is amazing yeah really amazing the weather pretty similar andre yeah the weather is the same it varies with like one or two degrees Australia might be a little bit colder mm. um, or 
Cambo might be a little bit older. <laughs> um, but the biggest thing for me was you go to a park and you can turn a gas uh, barbecue on and you can barbecue something on it, right? In South Africa, there's nothing like that. Mm. You, you don't have that because people just break it and vandalize it, right? Um, it was really nice here to take a walk around a pond and go, okay, let's have a, a bit of a sausage sizzle. Mm. Just the small little things yeah. that you don't always think about. Yeah. Mm. And what's different, Andre, about the communities you were part of in South Africa around your neighbours and stuff to what it's been like here as you've come? I mean, if you, if you, I mean, we moved quite a bit growing up, 21 times in 23 years that my brother counted. When he turned 23, we moved 21 times. And every time we moved to a new place, you would get the neighbor come with a cup of coffee and come and greet you as you move in. They would come and help you unpack. And it was very neighborly. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's totally different. Mm. You would get the neighbor would look at you and go, oh, yeah, it's new neighbors. So they would acknowledge that you are there, but they wouldn't you know, yeah. be that neighborly, friendly, I don't know, to do themselves. They, basically. Do they keep to themselves Yeah, a bit they more? keep to themselves. We in mm. South Africa it was very open, you know. Yeah. First, first thing, funny enough, that I can remember was, in what church are you? So they would immediately <laughs> ask you, what church do you go to? Especially to the to the parents, and then they would say, oh, mm. we go to this church, and then then we would actually go to the because it's a new mm. new town maybe or a new place, and we go yeah. to their church for the first Sunday, and see if it actually fits the family. Mm. And then we go, okay, no, that's a difference, not that's reformed. So we would go to a different church yeah. the, the mm. next Sunday. You know? And you tried to start a prayer meeting yeah. at your work um, when you first well, yeah. started working here? Is that? I started, I tried to start a prayer meeting. And what happened? Uh, well, well, I'll tell you about the South African one. The South yeah. African one was my last job that I had. We started, or I started the prayer group with, I think we were like nine guys and one, one lady. And when I left there, there was about 90 to 95 people that we had in the prayer group. And we sang in the morning. Every morning we had Bible reading, sang a couple of songs, and we, we prayed over the company and over our day. So that was a daily occurrence. It wasn't just once a week or something. It was yeah, wow. every morning. And if I missed it, I got into trouble with my staff because why do I dare miss my prayer meeting? <laughs> yep, that you've organized. Yeah, and now, so I started the job at, at the company in, in, in Hume and I thought, well, I'm going to start a prayer group, right? And <laughs> as I started mentioning I want to start a prayer group, I was just crucified. First day. <laughs> First day I was crucified. And I heard about it for a couple of weeks. Oh, man. The how bad, how, how do I dare try and bring my Christianity into our workplace? Yeah. Where it was like, I was actually mortified. Where mm. I, I couldn't live out what I, what I believe. Mm. Because people were saying, oh, there's no God. You know, mm. he just brings disaster. He doesn't bring anything good. Mm. And then people just started, you know, just dismissive, was, yeah, and, very um, dismissive about it, and rude, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it sounds really different to oh, yeah what totally, it was like totally for you different. in in South Africa, and similar for you, AC. You found, yeah, absolutely. It's um, I found that the freedom to speak about Christianity in everyday occurrence, you know, it's really hard, mm. even um, just having a conversation with someone that you might not know that well 
oh, I'll pray for you or let's pray together mm. or small little things like that which yeah it's sort of like it's a taboo mm. to do it yeah. um, or you're sort of denying someone their rights by mm. saying something I don't know yeah. it's just really hard to do yeah. that um, but you know at the end of the day um, you've got to live out mm. your Christianity um, and I believe that showing it um, also says something mm. yeah um, not yeah. always it doesn't always have to be words yeah yeah the yeah. life goes with it yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely okay. and um, new life like how did you how did you come to be at new life and how have you been involved at church so with new life we came to new life because family was yep. at new life so we just joined in and then I think in the beginning we sort of just went with flow um and then the family sort of moved away and i said to andre we don't have anyone now Um, Mm. we have to get involved because we're very to ourselves we don't like venturing out um me and andre both are those type of people that we keep to ourselves and it's really hard to get out of your box to meet new people Mm. and chat to them you know, if someone comes up to you, it's a different story, mm. but to chat to them. So we then decided to join a life group, which I think was the start of us getting out of that box and mm. meeting new people and mm. um, getting to know other people and similar situations, which they face. Mm. They also have struggles with <clears throat> yeah. talking at work about Christianity and all that mm. type of stuff. So you, you then felt, I think, a bit more involved and you've been in simon and sammy's life group this year and how's that how's that been how's god what's god been teaching you how's he been growing you there like i I said that you know it's nice to share and and i've shared quite a few things of my past life as well with the group and it's nice Mm. to share things with the group and Mm. and and know there's there's other christians that you can share Mm. it with and they actually pray for you you Mm. know um Mm. They don't judge you for they what you're saying. What you, they understand what yeah. you're going through. If you've done something, if you've gone through something in the past, and you share it with the life group, they don't go, "Oh, yeah, hold on a second, you know, he's, that's he's been there." Um, they they immediately go, "We'll pray for you," and they actually do. You know, they don't say something and not do it. They say it and they do it, which is quite nice. Wow. Yeah. And what about for you, AC? Uh, for me, it's it's also nice being able to share things, and they're very encouraging. The whole group is really encouraging yeah. with yeah. Um, supporting each other and just how they manage stuff. I mean, Sammy and Simon, even though they're younger than us, I look up to them mm. because as a young family, they do so much. Um, so and we just love having it have you had watch parties for sundays yes we have <laughs> that was that's really nice to gather even if you just you know few of you yeah. few of us and mm. just talking about it and just you know so i'm not a huggy person <laughs> but i couldn't wait to hug um same and someone when we first meet up you know there you go there's the test of true love right there. oh absolutely <laughs> and it's it's stupid small things but you don't realize you miss it until you 
don't have it. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast for this episode and sharing your lives um, with us. Uh, It's been a blessing. Um, So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast with Andre and AC Klaassen sharing their story of moving from South Africa to Australia and settling in at New Life. Keep on the lookout for new episodes each week and you can go back and listen to old episodes as well by jumping on the website. There's a link to the podcast there or you can just jump straight onto SoundCloud or iTunes and find us on there as well. Mm